0: a celebration of rainbows and cucumbers throughout the mainstream media this morning. Everyone is excited. The atmosphere is filled with feelings of ecstasy instead of the pungent smell of the whoopee cushion. Everyone is happy. The media is giving praise and adulation to all the Hollywood stars that the rest of us do not care about. Every headline I see is something like, ratings for the Grammys are great. America is re-embracing Hollywood. Travis Noah was so funny. Oh, Travis was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, um I'm about to show you how hysterical Travis was. I suggest you hit the laughing gas because that is the only way you are going to think Travis was anything close to resembling comedy. When I was growing up, the Grammys were a big deal. Hell, there were a handful of award shows that were treated with importance. I just finished watching this documentary on Netflix about that song, We Are The World. Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson collaborated to write the song. They brought together the biggest pop music stars of the 1980s to record the song right after the American Music Awards. During the 80s and 90s, the AMAs, they were a big deal. The VMAs on MTV, they were a big deal. The Emmys, the Billboard Music Awards. Well, KC, what about the Tony Awards? Yeah, no one ever gave a shit about the Tony Awards unless you were a girl named Tony. The Grammys, they have been responsible for some iconic moments in music over the years. I will never forget, I think it was the 2001 Grammys, where the Coalition of Rainbows, they were protesting outside because Eminem was invited to perform at the show. Groups like Boys Named Joy, they were expressing their outrage over Eminem's lyrical content. Eminem completely diffused the situation by performing his song "Stand" with Elton John. Once the performance was over, Eminem and Elton John, they joined together to display a platonic hug of affection. That happened, what, almost 25 years ago now. I've never forgotten it. Unfortunately, though, moments like that, they are no longer created at the Grammy Awards. Seriously. Do you remember anything that happened at the Grammys last year? Do you remember who hosted the Grammys last year? (laughs) It's the same huge embarrassing failure that hosted this year, Travis Noah. Matter of fact, Travis, he has been the host for the last four years. Why? I'm assuming it's because they can't find anyone else willing to host this dump. The media, they are celebrating the television ratings like the Grammys have bounced back from obscurity. Sunday night, while the rest of us chose to watch anything else, hell, I would rather watch the painfully boring Wolf Blitzer. Woof, woof, woof. I would rather watch Wolf Blitzer perform Stayin' Alive on CNN than be subjected to the garbage that is presented every year at the Grammys. Sunday night, almost 17 million people tuned in to watch the Grammy Awards. While that number isn't necessarily bad. If you look at the ratings history of this show, 16.9 million, it isn't all that great. It's damn sure not as good as the media is making it out to be. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's just me getting older, but I just don't care about the Grammys or the music industry in general like I used to. Clearly, I'm not alone. The $16.9 million the Grammys drew on Sunday night, that represents the fourth lowest rating in the 66-year history of this show. Guess when the other three were set? the last three years. America seems to be rejecting Hollywood, and the only people that don't seem to realize it are the people in Hollywood. Big-budget movies are bombing at the box office. Musical artists are here today, gone tomorrow. Award shows like the Grammys have turned into lecture sessions. Now, although Sunday night... Although Sunday night wasn't overt with the shit fuckery there were still a couple of lectures to be offered. But before I show you these clips, let's go ahead and get to the sponsor for today's video, my friends over at Angelic Imports. Gentlemen, one of the most dreaded days of the year right around the corner. This holiday had to be invented by a woman as a way of putting all the pressure on her man so he could show her how much he cares about her. Most years, you gotta spend all this time thinking of that special gift that you're gonna get your wife or girlfriend for Valentine's Day. Not this year, because KC has done all the thinking for you. This year, get your wife some gourmet chocolate from Angelic Imports. The chocolate offered by Angelic Imports, this is not your average gas station candy. This is high-class Gouffre chocolate, which is a German confection imported directly from the Swiss, French, and German border areas. Angelic Imports has the perfect solution for your Valentine's Day with their Valentine's Day box of Gouffre, which consists of 40 pieces of individually wrapped chocolate. Angelic Imports is a veteran-owned business founded by a retired colonel in the United States Air Force. So, not only are you solving your Valentine's Day problem, you're also supporting a proud member of our military. Click the link in the description below. Use my promo code behind the line to receive 10% off your first order with Angelic Imports. And as an added bonus, if you request it at checkout, they also send you free samples with your order. I'm not normally a big chocolate guy, but I'm not kidding when I tell you this is the best chocolate I've ever tasted, so give it a try. All right. For the fourth year in a row, the Grammys, they opened with a painfully painfully boring monologue by Travis Noah. Since he left The Daily Show a failure in 2022, the Grammys are the only time of year where Travis makes his annual appearance in the mainstream. The other 364 days of the year, no one gives a shit about Travis Noah. But in fairness to Travis, I didn't waste my time watching his entire monologue. I did go into it with an open mind. I wanted to give Travis a chance to be amusing, but just like he was for years on The Daily Show of Failure, Travis was the complete opposite of funny. He sucked so bad, he couldn't elicit laughter from Terry Crews, the nicest guy on the planet, the guy with a smile permanently etched on his face. This was one of the jokes, or lectures from travis noah watch for yourself it is so unfair how nfl fans have been complaining about the cameras cutting to taylor swift in fact tonight on taylor's behalf you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give her a break every time every time they mention taylor swift i'm gonna get revenge every time someone says taylor swift i'm gonna cut the cameras to someone who played football that's what i'll do cut bam just like that oh yeah you like that terry Cruz? <laughs> Are Hollywood writers still on strike? Is that really the best they could come up with? Look, it is incredibly difficult to be a stand-up comedian. In my opinion, it is the toughest job in the entertainment industry. What makes the job even tougher is all the constraints placed on comedians. Now, of course, that excuse doesn't apply to Travis because he's always sucked. If you tuned into the Grammy Sunday night, you were fortunate enough to witness a passionate lecture given by Travis Noah. The way NFL fans treat Taylor Swift is so unfair. Why do they hate her? I'm a proud Swifty, but this mean YouTuber who is infected with toxic masculinity, he refers to me as a Swiffer. Oh. Hate to break it to you, Travis, but there is no such thing as fair. For instance, was it fair that you were allowed to host The Daily Show for seven years after you lost 70% of the audience? Was that fair? Was it fair that you continue hosting the Grammys, even though the four shows that you've hosted have been the least watched in the last six or seven decades? Seems to me, Travis is the beneficiary of unfair. To be fair, Travis was not the only one complaining about mythical fairness. Sunday night, Jay-Z, he was also in his feelings. Jay-Z allowed his emotions to take over, and he expressed his fake outrage. 20 years ago, Jay-Z borrowed a line from Ice-T and made what I believe is one of the best rap songs ever made. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Oh. <laughs> Those were the days, those were the days of our lives. Fast forward 20 years later, Jay-Z now has 100 problems, and that additional problem was on full display Sunday night. If I were to ask you if Beyoncé or Bay or Queen Bey or Sasha Fierce are one of the thousands of nicknames that she has given herself, I've always thought nicknames were supposed to be given to you by someone else. Not in Hollywood. In the land of identifiers, they give themselves nicknames. If you refuse to address them by their nickname, they accuse you of dead naming, which is a serious, serious violation of the Woke Commandments. But if I were to ask you if Beyonce has been treated unfairly by the Grammys, if Beyonce gets overlooked every year by the Grammys, would you agree with that statement? Obviously not. Not. Queen Bey has won 32 Grammy Awards. Sasha Fierce holds the record for most Grammy wins. And look, I'm not taking anything away from Bey. She's a talented performer. She's been able to maintain her top spot in the music industry for the last two or three decades. However, Bey has never won Album of the Year at the Grammys. Why? (laughs) Because they keep giving the award to the White Swiffer. Watch for yourself. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of a year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Most Grammys... Never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Some of you don't belong in the category. When I get nervous, I tell the truth. Look, part of me completely understands what Jay-Z was doing here. He's taking up for his wife and you know what? Good for him. But there is clearly some level of resentment between Beyonce and Taylor Swiffer. This is not the first time something like this has happened. Remember 10 or so years ago? I can't remember the award show, but Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swiffer's acceptance speech to claim that the award should have been given to Bay. At the time, Ye, Jay, and Bay were close, both personally and professionally. Decade later, instead of Pastor Ye interrupting Tay-Tay, JJ uses his acceptance speech to victimize Bay. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this shit up. But let me tell you how boring the Grammys must have been Sunday night. Like I said in the beginning, I didn't watch this garbage. I was busy watching my dog, chase tail in the backyard. But over the last couple of years, I have been doing these reviews of award shows here on the channel. Sometimes I'll waste my time watching them. Other times I'll spend an hour or two going through media reviews. I'll go through clips of the show. I'll read five, maybe ten reviews to get a good understanding of how the show went. If the show was entertaining, if the show was controversial, a single review could take 10, maybe 15 minutes for me to read. They could have 9 or 10 detailed highlights from the show. This morning, I am reading CNN's review of the Grammys. In a three-hour show, CNN could only find four big moments. And of those four big moments, none were a big deal. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I am disillusioned. I just... I just don't give a shit about Hollywood anymore. You know what I think has has really hurt Hollywood in the music industry over the last decade or so? The platform that you are watching right now, YouTube. Hollywood no longer has the influence they once had because people now had the ability to watch normal people, people just like they are. Record labels are no longer needed. A guy like Tom McDonald can make millions of dollars independently in the music industry. You no longer need a major media company to build a platform. Your next door neighbor could be an influencer. Again, maybe it's just me. Maybe the Grammys are still a big deal. You let me know. 16.9 million people watched the Grammy Sunday night. Fourth lowest rating in the history of the show. Did any of you guys happen to watch it? If so, what did you think? Was Travis Noah as bad as I saw? Give me your thoughts. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.